Welcome to Freedom Friday, live with Dr. D, where inspiration meets transformation. Let's get into it. I want to talk about fear. I just feel like it's important to talk about. So I hope that I can get my point across this morning kind of quick. Well, hi, Melissa. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you're here. Hi. Hey, uh, as my mother used to say, Tamara. Hey, Tamiel. Hi, good to see you guys. I am going to talk about fear. And I want to talk about it because, hi T, because um, somehow we've been convinced that if we are ever afraid, then we somehow lack in our relationship with God. Something about us has not quite uh, come to the standard where people think we should be. And so I wanted to talk about fear. And my first question for the people that are on, if you could just hit me up in the comments and tell me, have you ever been afraid? For real afraid? Have you ever been for real afraid? And and if you have, did you share it with people? I know that I've had times where I've gone through stuff that has shaken me to if if I'm just going to be real this morning some things that have made me feel like whoa god what what's happening here where are you ha, uh, has anybody been there okay so just me all good but in those moments i felt like i was i was trying to get my my footing trying to feel stable in whatever i was dealing with I hear you, T. It's hard to share because sometimes when you tell people that you're afraid, the response you get, it's just not helpful. It's just not helpful. And I'm not knocking the scriptures and people saying to you, well, God has not given us the spirit of fear and, and the word will absolutely strengthen you. But I, I need to say that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he knew we would be afraid. And if God can accept me being afraid about something, how come people can't accept me being afraid about something? Why does that make me something smaller? Because I have the nerve to actually be vulnerable, right? So yes, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but I, I did my homework, y'all. I want y'all to see what's happening at this desk here, all these little pieces of paper. I started reading on this thing this morning and um, I just looked it up in my Bible app that fear is in the Bible 500 times. Is that crazy? The word fear is in the Bible 500 times. Hi, Robin. Felt that way going back to school. I hear you, Melissa. People are judgmental. Five hundred times the word fear is in the bible and then i went to see well how many times um does it say fear not 170 this is in the scripture if if god felt the need 
to remind us to not be afraid, then doesn't it make sense that he knew we'd be afraid? Doesn't it make sense that he knew that things would come that would shake us, that it was not about our relationship? Yeah, so fear has a purpose. It really does. And I, I know that sounds really crazy, but let me tell you, I'm, I'm learning to change my, I'm looking at my notes, y'all, because I had to write this stuff down because I was really trying to, I was really trying to get some, um, some clarity on this, but I find that I had to change my perspective that yes, I'm afraid, but fear is not about my relationship with God. Fear is about me, um, putting myself in the right spot with God. Let me explain that better. When I'm afraid, I can do two things. I can run and hide in me and say, uh, be a preschool teacher at 40. I can't do it. I just, I can't do it. Um, run this business. I can't do it. And I can run and hide in me or I can run and hide in God. When I run and hide in God, what am I saying to God? I'm telling God that I recognize my vulnerability. Do you know how happy that makes God for us to get ourselves in divine alignment, for us to get to the place where we say to God, God, I recognize that I'm nothing without you. I recognize that this situation, I can't do anything about it, but you can do everything about it. That's what fear can do if you look at it in the right way, if you get your perspective together. See, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not tripping over the fact that uh, people say, that means you don't have faith, that's fine. I, I'm really not interested in how that worked out for them. You can say whatever, how you doing, pastor? You can say whatever you wanna say about my relationship, whether I believe God, because when it comes down to it, whatever this situation is that has me so afraid, it's between me and God. Can't nobody but God fix it. Can't nobody but God do it. So then when I say to God, God, I'm vulnerable. I'm saying to God, when I say I'm afraid, I'm saying, God, if you don't help me, I can't be helped. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And the thing is, God told me one time, you don't have to know how, you just have to know who. And since I know God, I know he's going to get me out of it. So then I can go back to uh, be not afraid. Okay. Because we get, we get shaken. Um, I wanted to ask, does anybody have a scripture? that when you you just go through something you just don't know you're afraid of how it's going to turn out you're you're afraid you're afraid that it'll i know the songwriter said it won't always be like this but you're afraid it's going to always be like this what is what is the scripture that you go to that gets you through that what 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 is the word or what what do you do when you feel like that I'm going to tell you, um, my scripture for that is in Isaiah, and I, I got it right here. Hold on. My scripture is in Isaiah, and it's the 41st chapter, and it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Listen. There's got to, there you go. That's my cousin. Hey, T, that's my cousin, Troopy, Terrence. Oh, okay, Romans 8 and 31. Is that um, more than a conqueror? I see you, Pastor Wesley, co-pastor. Listen, 
There's got to be something you can grab when you're afraid. There's got to be something. You've got to have something to hold on to when fear comes on you. I'm not saying that we should ever live in fear. Oh, Exodus 14 and 14. I feel like that's somewhere around there. Uh, those that you say today, you shall see again no more forever. Something like that. Yeah. Let me let me get to that. I'm, I'm jotting these down because this is going to be my my help. So let me let me write that down. 14 and 14. So I'm not saying that we should live in fear. Absolutely not. We should not live in fear, but we should recognize the fact that fear will come upon us and we need a strategy. We need a plan. And the first thing should not be to beat yourself up because you're afraid to beat yourself up and say, well, don't you know who you serve? Yeah, I know who I serve. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And when you can be honest with yourself and say, this is how I'm feeling, don't beat yourself up about it. And don't sweat what people are going to say. You need a circle. You need a set of people, maybe just one, that will tell you, you know what, uh, T, you having a rough day? I feel you. Hey, preacher, Shavonica, you, you need somebody that can say, you're afraid today? I feel you. I can see why that thing would be scary. You need somebody that'll let you feel. Feel how you feel and then help you get where you need to be. But don't let people condemn you because you have emotions. It's natural for us to be afraid. If it was not, it wouldn't be in the Bible. There would be no reason for him to tell us in 1 Peter 5 and 7 to cast our cares if we were never going to have any cares to cast. It's just, it's not logical. So I wanted to jump on because um, Shavonica, preacher, I'm, I'm trying to talk about the purpose of fear, the fact that fear can be useful. No matter what that fear is, it can be useful because fear allows you to recognize your vulnerability. And then when you reckon, come on, Psalm 34. Oh, I like all of that. I sought the Lord. Yes. Hey, Quran. When you recognize your vulnerability, you are placing yourself in divine alignment with God. You're saying to God, I know you can do it. I can't do it. I can't do anything without you, but I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You're placing yourself in the position to get help. You are putting yourself in the right posture so that God can come in and show himself strong and mighty. We keep coming. We keep saying that he'll do it, but we are so afraid to admit that we we need God to do it. Come on, fear originated in the garden. Yes, they were afraid and they hid themselves. But when they confessed their fears, y'all, this is from the preacher O'Hara. God loved them enough to cover them and they were able to come out of their hidden places. That's We've got to tell God, God, I'm afraid. Let me tell you, I wrote myself, hey, God, baby, I wrote myself a note um, about, y'all, I got notes everywhere about, um, recognizing that I'm nothing and God is everything. Listen, fear is real and it can break you, but no weapon. You've got to understand that there is a purpose. I wrote myself this note that says, God, I'm nothing without you, but you are everything. You're omnipotent. Here's the thing about being omnipotent. When we talk about God being all powerful, I got stuck one day on the word potent. Do you know that something that is potent 
can change anything. It can change the state of anything in its original form. When you add something potent to water, it changes what water is. When you add something potent, it changes what it looks like. It changes what it tastes like. It changes what it feels like. Listen, God is potent. So when we add God to our situation, he changes what it looks like. Hallelujah. He changes what it feels like. He's omnipotent, all powerful. He's the potent God. Hallelujah. When you mix Jesus, Lord have mercy. I don't know if this, if this is even making sense to y'all, but listen, when you allow him to be omnipotent, when you allow him to be the all potent God, which means he can change all situations. He can fix all things. When you allow him to be who he is and do what he does, then you understand that fear is nothing to be afraid of. Fear is nothing to hallelujah. Let me, y'all, I got to write that down. I might have to preach that. Listen, fear is nothing to be afraid of because we serve the omnipotent God. So I just wanted to jump on here. I only got like a, a couple minutes. Could, could somebody just tell me in the chat, does this make any sense? Do you feel like if you are overwhelmed that you can go to the rock and you're going to be okay? You need somebody that'll let you know. I, I get it, but Jesus is taking care of you. Yes, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind, but he knew we'd be afraid. So there are reminders in the Bible that remind us that fear is not where we stay. It might be as in the garden. It might be something that happened, but it's not where we stay. We can change from that location when we confess that we are afraid and we need our heavenly father to do what he do and be who he is. Fear has a purpose. It's all in your perspective. It's all in the way you look at it. It's all in the way you look at it. Yes, Tierra, I go to the rock that is higher than I. Listen, as, as people that, and this is for everybody, but really for, for who we call church folks, saints, believers, whatever you want to say, we got to be careful that we don't get caught up in uh, bashing ourselves when we don't meet the standard of people. Just get to God. If, if you can't get to people, get to God. God is the only one that can make it all right. He's the only one that knows the intents of your heart. He knows you in inward places. God is the only one that, that really matters. If people don't understand your worship, your praise, your relationship, if they don't understand that some days you, you feel like you need a therapist, that's absolutely okay. They don't have to understand it. This is about you making it. You've got to make it day to day. And some things are going to come that are going to shake your faith. There are some things that are going to come that are going to make you ask God, God, where are you? And no, that's not because I, I don't believe God. That's not because I don't know who he is. That's not it at all. I'm just being real with God. And, and when you get real with God, you'll get to know him in a real way. I'm done. I just, I, I thank you guys for jumping on. Uh, I'm going to go back and write your scriptures down because I realize that I need them. I need them. I know that 
it's necessary for us to help each other. Um, I have felt and heard fear walk in the room, but as soon as I go to the word on it, listen, the word is powerful. And by just speaking it, things change. Listen, First Lady Jones, you are on the money. Fear is real. And if, if we don't acknowledge the fact that fear is real, we will find ourselves in places that we didn't even know we could land in and have been there so long we don't know how to get out. I, I know it's not popular. I know all the good motivational stuff is not popular to say I'm scared. I get it. I get it. But fear is real, but it has a purpose. You can flip that thing and use it to your advantage. When the enemy comes in like a flood, listen, you could raise up a standard. You could let him know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this thing. This thing kind of got the best of me today. But listen, I know a God and it won't always be like this. And then you begin to speak the word until you believe it. You begin to speak the word because what you're not trying to do is convince the enemy. Listen. The devil is not a fool. He is a fool, but he's not fooled when we pretend that we aren't afraid. He's not fooled when we pretend like everything is okay. He loves when we're in pretend mode because when we're in pretend mode, we don't get help. Oh, he likes us to walk into places pretending like everything is good, wearing the mask that uh, we wore before the pandemic and making sure that our mask has makeup on it. Listen, we got lashes and hair. Oh, he loves that. He's all about that right there. That's good stuff. But when you get real and say, you know what, devil? I'm telling on you. I'm about to go to God about this whole thing. I'm about to expose you. Then he has a problem. We have to be real and be transparent before God because we can't fool him. So why are we even trying? And it's not what he wants from us. He told Adam and Eve, he said, who told you you were naked? He, he's not trying to trick you. He's not popping trick questions. He just wants you to come clean. He wants you to say, this is what it is. This is how I feel. This is it. And when you start to do that, hey, uh, um, missionary Eustace, when you start to do that, you begin to speak the word until the word comes alive for you. The Bible says that he's our shield and our buckler. And we quote that stuff all the time. Does anybody really know what a buckler is? Has anybody taken the time to fit? Let me get off of here. I told y'all I wasn't going to be this long. Has anybody taken the time to figure out what a buckler is and what it does? It's a shield, right? But it straps onto your arm and you hold it out like this. So it catches. Y'all Y'all know, you know, Wonder Woman had the bracelet. Bang, bang. She catched a little. Okay. You have to know that God is there and he's shielding you and he's catching those darts. He's catching it. But you've got to read the word. You've got to believe the word and you've got to speak it out of your mouth. Talk about it until you believe it. Say it all day long. I mean, to the point that you roll over in your sleep and say, fear not. Every time a thought comes, you have to snatch that thought and bring it into captivity because it's coming. You got to snatch it in, in the atmosphere and let the enemy know, yeah, 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 whatever. I serve the omnipotent God. All power, potent. When I think about the potency of God, Lord have mercy. Anything I add God to, it's got to change. And it doesn't just change, it's got to get better. Hello, it's got to change. I'm done.
Thank you guys for jumping on today. I hope you have a fantastic um, Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. And listen, when it when it happens, oh, let me say this for the people that, that don't agree, because I, I know there's going to be a couple. If you don't believe that you're ever going to be in this place, my mother used to say, and she was good in country, keep a living. Keep a living, okay? Keep a living. If you've not been where I am, thank God you haven't been where I am. If you've not had to grieve like I've had to grieve, lift your hands and thank God you haven't had to. If you have not had to be sick like I've had to be sick, lift your hands and say, thank God you haven't been. If you have not been hurt like I've been hurt, lift your hands and thank God that you haven't been. But listen, everybody has to pass this way. Everybody has to go through some test and some trial. Pain is universal. Nobody gets by. Doesn't matter how smart we are, how rich we are, black, white, poor, male, female, uh, Kojic, Baptist, it doesn't matter, atheist, it doesn't matter who we are, nobody gets by. So you gotta have a plan to succeed. All right, I'm done, hey y'all. Hey, I love y'all. I love, love, love you. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Hit me up. Hit me up. If you got something else to say, hit me up. You got some more verses, pass them out. I'll take all the help I can get. But remind yourself, Lord, where did I write? Y'all, I got notes. Woo, this is so good. Fear is nothing to be afraid of. About to put it on my page right now. Love you guys. Seize you. Thanks for joining me today for another episode of Freedom Friday Live with Dr. D. Don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to be part of the live broadcast, join me on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube at Delon Radabaugh. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. D. Writes. For more inspiration, more encouragement, visit www.shevictory.com. Thanks for joining me today on Freedom Friday.